Hello, Les Raymond here with the Mindful Movement. Whether you are about to enjoy one of Sarah's beautiful meditations or dive into a podcast interview, I would like to remind our community that the best way to support the Mindful Movement is to support the companies that make this happen. Sarah and I are very picky about the companies we choose to work with, and we are grateful to have the relationships we have and to share them with our listeners. You can learn more about our affiliates through our website by clicking on the Favorites tab. We are excited to have recently added Sunlighten as an affiliate. They make state-of-the-art infrared saunas, and their founder, Connie, came on for a recent interview if you would like to listen. Our Sunlighten sauna has been a family favorite for over a decade. Some of our most popular affiliates are the grounding mats from Ultimate Longevity, which we sleep on every night, and the Apollo Neuro, which Sarah is now wearing daily to help manage stress. When you support these brands, you in turn are supporting the mindful movement and helping Sarah and I continue to devote our time to this passion. Whether you check out these companies or not, I just want to say thanks again and reiterate how grateful Sarah and I both are for all of the support over the years. I hope you enjoy the episode. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, and welcome to the Mindful Movement Podcast. Thanks for joining me today for another episode. I'm grateful to have Bradley Johnson on today. Brad, thanks for joining me on the podcast, man. Appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for having me. I've recently been using this, I guess, energy frequency device, the Spooky 2, and um, I know that I like it. I'm not sure what is really going on, and I'm really looking forward to learning more. And when I heard that you have a 16-year background in wireless engineering, and I was going to be able to hear, like, get the 101 from the engineering side of what's going on with these frequencies. Uh, I was really excited and that it wasn't just a representative from the company that makes the product Um, because I know there's a a lot of popular products out there where people are kind of tapping into different energy fields to use for uh, nourishing their nervous system or some healing aspect. And I've been using several for many years and I like them all and I just don't know why. And I get asked about them and I don't really know how to put to words what's going on underneath these devices. So thank you for coming on and I'm looking forward to you educating me and bringing the audience along for the ride. Thank you again so much for having me. Um, Yes, so for the last year and a half plus, almost two years now, I've been working with Spooky2 as a gold certified trainer for them. Um, I do have a 16 year background as a radio frequency engineer. So For multiple years, I've done uh, wireless deployments, troubleshooting. Um, I was basically the guy, if you had a crappy network, you you could fly me anywhere and drop me in and I could tell you what was wrong with it and how to fix it. But that gave me the kind of critical necessary knowledge for understanding how certain waveforms work and how to um, ultimately kind of key into the background of how the technology works. And in 2018, I uh, purchased my first Spooky2 XM generator, looked just like this little guy right here. Um, and this is what changed things for me because this is what allowed me to be able to bring the rifing capabilities of the technology into my house, put it into my hands 
and really explore what it can do. And um, as I kind of made my journey uh, further along, uh, having the product and using it and integrating it, I'm a very simple individual with regards to trying to make innovation out of anything. So I don't like doing the same thing twice. If I can find a more effective way of doing something, I guess that's part of the engineering side of me. But when I get a product in my hands, I'm looking to maximize the efficiencies of it. And so knowing and understanding how certain waveforms work, how you run certain resonant frequency programs, this started all kind of coming together for me in 2018. Um, I started experimenting and working with friends and family, uh, anybody who would let me pretty much experiment around with them and document how they were feeling. Um, and then ultimately by 2021, it, uh, I've had, I had so much positive feedback and, and good responses from interactions with people that I opened my own LLC as a holistic frequency practitioner. And it has just been incredible. It's honestly, it's been one of the best blessings I've ever had a, had a, had a privilege to be a part of. I get to work with so many different people. And in addition to what I can do locally as a practitioner, um, my one of the main points and purposes of why I got started with Spooky 2 was to help people better understand how to use their product. Um, I always try to emphasize to people that uh, the devices that they have in their houses and the devices that I have in my houses are the exact same. So if they know and understand the things that I know and how I've been so successful over the years, then that is how they can take that same type of success from the knowledge that they learned from me to be successful and bring those type of changes into your own house. Can we uh, back up? So I know you've mentioned Spooky too, and ultimately I want to get into that because uh, that's the product that I've been tinkering with lately. And they recently sponsored us for one of our meditation videos, and it's been great to work with them. Um, but you mentioned a couple of things. So first of all, you mentioned holistic frequency practitioner. So expand on that you're basically using frequencies as a tool to support people on some type of healing journey correct yeah um <clears throat> normally i work with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis both in person and remotely um i work with clients all over the world my furthest client i actually reside in lake of the ozarks in missouri and my furthest client is actually in italy He's a ski instructor. Uh, he and I talk every couple of weeks with regards to repairing the circulation in his hands. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> so you live in the Ozarks? I do. Yep, I live right on the lake. This is off topic, but um, what's the consensus in that area about the television program, the Ozarks? <laughs> uh, the consensus of that is mildly accurate. I would encourage you to make sure you know where you're going and not to venture off into any back roads while you're coming down this way. <laughs> I thought that show was awesome. My wife and I were captivated by that a few years back. Yeah, unfortunately, I said you spend a little bit of time out there on the lake and you see the size of some of these houses up there. Doesn't take you too long to realize it's not that far fetched. Gotcha. Um, you mentioned a word rifing earlier, and I know that that refers to rife. Uh, the, I guess he was a scientist, Royal Rife. Can you? Um, Give us a little background on, on the significance of Royal yep. Rife. Royal Raymond Rife uh, made his rise in the early 20s and 30s um, as an engineer. Um, in fact, he was well known for some of the other things that he actually developed, um, the universal microscope being one of them. So in the early 20s, he actually built a microscope that gave specimen visibility over 60,000 times what we currently had. So this allowed people to take a drop of blood, put it under a slide, and 
physically view the microorganisms that were moving on the slide where you could have never have done this before. So much so that that, I mean, he, he put that product together with over 60,000 parts and built it himself. But through the 20s and 30s, what Rife discovered is, is that under observation, certain microorganisms resonate at certain frequencies. And you can isolate the exact frequency of a specific microorganism under observation. And when this process occurred, it would cause this one microorganism to start shaking or what we call resonating. And he realized that if he simply increased the amplitude or the strength of that wave slightly, it would cause that shell or that cell to shatter while all the other healthy cells on the slide were completely unaffected. So this allowed him to identify what he called his mortal oscillatory rate or his more rate. And from the 20s kind of moving forward, he worked very diligently with uh, several other engineers and scientists to try to track the mortal oscillatory rates of all kinds of different diseases, the actual rate in which these things break down under microscope. And moving into the 30s, he started working with the Cancer Institute. Uh, Mid-30s, he ran a, a, a patient study out of California where he took 16 stage four cancer, cancer patients, ran them all through very intense high plasma therapy sessions. And at the end of 90 days, 14 of the 16 of those were completely cured. And three weeks later, with just a couple more weeks of high therapy uh, with plasmas, it cured the other two, giving him a 100% success rate. So this was pretty incredible stuff. And even coming up into the 30s and in the 40s, I mean, we had multiple doctors that had acclaimed Rife and given him a, his own doctrine. They called him a doctor. He wasn't, you know, he was a scientist. He was an engineer. Um, but because of the devices that he was building and giving to other doctors and things like that, and they were curing people, the rise of the potential ability of uh, stomping out all kinds of diseases was now very, very, very clear and in front of us. And as you had, you know, the rise up of Big Med and Big Farm and all these things like that, and the in cooperation of Rife to sell his technologies, um, a lot of smearing came out and it ultimately drive, drove him into alcoholism where he was killed in 71 but his technology was killed yeah he was real rife was given a fatal dose of valium while recovering from alcohol poisoning in a, in a, in a hospital um but no different than kind of nikola tesla you know like uh people with minds and innovations like people that worked with royal raymond rife said that he was 80 years ahead of his time you know like could you imagine talking or working with somebody in an, in, a, in an environment or something like that and how they talk or how they work or how their mind processes is 80 years ahead of where you are. He was a threat to whatever money-making establishment was like in place in society. Absolutely. And the moment he decided not to sell his technologies, that, again, they burned down the labs of doctors that he made microscopes for, and it didn't take very long um, for the doctors that, you know, in the early 40s, I mean, they had a meeting for Royal Raymond Rice celebrating him, calling this meeting, had all the top AMA and all these top doctors that had cured cancers and all kinds of various versions of disease. They called this dinner the end of all disease. So when you, so let me try to clarify this. You talked about, he discovered the unique frequencies that a cell or organism would resonate with. And then by watching it under a microscope, he would drive that frequency intensity until that cell or organism would shake and essentially self-destruct. Like, Correct. So this is a lot like the, 
Well, we just had Ashana on the podcast recently, who is a, a musician and uses crystal bowls a bunch. And we talked a little bit about this idea of resonance. I mean, if you think for the listeners, if you think of a, a tuning fork, if you have two tuning forks next to each other and you strike one, as one moves close to the other, if they're in tune, the other will resonate without striking it. Absolutely. Or this is like the the opera singer breaking the glass, like they'll, they'll play the song of the glass, hear the pitch, and then if they put enough intensity behind that sound wave that's hitting that glass, the glass will shatter. So he's basically shattering a cell or, or a microorganism with a sound wave. Is Correct. First, we have the identification of the different cells. Now we know what cells represent what and at what rate they start breaking down. But are there situations where there, I mean, there's a lot of different types of cells in the body. So is there risks involved where when you're putting a sound, let's say you're trying to address a certain pathogen or organism or um, like, could you be killing other cells that just share the frequency or does everything have a unique frequency? Isn't there like a limited number of frequencies? No. And again, like, let's take a look, like the Spooky2 database right now, which is a free database software to download, has over 60,000 options for resonant frequencies. So the pathway for identifying what it is specifically that you're looking to address normally falls on one of two sides, a killing or a healing modality approach. You know, like where anything pathogen related, a virus, a disease, a bacteria, you're going to go after that. You're going to target it, that cell, break it down or remove it from the body. Whereas anything non-pathogen, something like depression or uh, anxiety, something that feeling-wise people suffer from, still considered a low vibration, but the pathway for healing something like that would be healing modalities, not using killing modalities. So this does that, whole, mean, does that mean it's like uh, less intense and it's just yeah. like support, it's like tuning? Correct. The, you have to think about it like this, like think about an, uh, a single highway, right? With cars that are facing the opposite directions of each other. One's going one direction and the other's going another direction. In one car, the healing modality, you have a Volkswagen bug. You fit, you know, a couple people in here, it's designed for safety. It's not going to get you there the fastest, but it's going to get you there effectively and safely. You know, like that's your healing modality pathways. Whereas killing modalities are going to be much more intense on the body because you are targeting that cell inside the body. And just like you mentioned, like, even if you don't hit that one thing, even if you're hitting other things like that, the goal is to hit everything, you know, only high frequencies resonate in cells and that are healthy inside the body. So anything that you're suffering from is a resonance of a low vibration of one kind or another. So if you can start identifying, here's the frequency for this one, and here's the frequency for this one and this one, and start removing these things from your body, you, all of a sudden your quality of life goes through the roof. I remember when I first used, um, it was a different uh, energy device years ago when I was uh, kind of building myself up from acquiring Lyme disease and really having a rough go at it. Oh, yeah. There were times where, um, you know, a lot of good things came from using devices, but it was also kind of hard on the body. Like I know bacteria have parts that um, especially I think within their cell membranes and something called LPS, uh, lipopolysaccharide, um, or also known as endotoxin, where as you kill bacteria, um, these things are still there, these parts. Yeah, they're released, actually. Uh, when you break down those bacteria, they, they have die-off. They release those toxins in the body. 
So the absolute worst risk that you can get from all of this is potentially breaking stuff down at a rate faster than the body can detox. That's I think I experienced that early on and probably because my detox pathways were kind of clogged up from being, yeah. you know, having a, a sub optimal level for a long time, just like chronically kind of under, um, uh, you know, under functioning. And then um, a lot of yeah, people those, will, those themselves can trigger some inflammatory cascade. So it's like there's a lot of individuality and it seems like to learn what's the pace that's right for you and there's probably things that you could do to support the process whether it be hydration and not overstressing your body whether it's you know even or, too much establishing, establishing a detoxification process first you know like that's really critical because like you mentioned if you can open up some of those uh, external pathways the liver the kidney the intestines the lymphatic systems then you again it's a much more delicate game as you get down the road for building those healing or killing teeter-totter type programs so uh, this is what one of the things I really wanted to ask you about. So the device that Spooky2 sent us that my wife and I have been using is a scalar machine. Yes. And I've heard this. Oh, yeah, there it is. You got it in the back. And um, it's great. I mean, it's hard to articulate what I feel when I'm in it. Like, at, it takes a few minutes, but after a few minutes, like, it's it's a good thing. It feels like there's a, a shift created. Yep. Um, so here's what happens with Scalar. <clears throat> Scalar is the concept of two cases, a transmitter and a receiver. And when you link them with power and link between the two of them, when you counter tune the return wave coming from the, the, tr the receiver, from the wave that's being sent from the transmitter, it cancels it, similar to... Um, noise canceling earphones you know like when you put the noise canceling earphones on everything outside of it is blocked out because everything in here is phased to each other you can hear everything crystal clear so the concept is similar when you tune those two coils together the normal world that we're all used to with regards to wi-fi and emf and um, 50 and 60 ohm wiring in our houses and things like that is very 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 dissonant and a lot of us are normally in tuned to that stuff because of the way our generations have kind of brought us up and with our technology rises and things like that, when you run and tune a pure scalar field, you are removing all of those things. You, the removal of Wi-Fi, the removal of 5G, the removal of all these potential harmful things that we put our bodies in and around, that when you put yourself in those between those two cases, you allow your body's ability to naturally repair its DNA at an accelerated rate because you don't have the dissonance that everything else is normally attuned to you. What well, I try to tell people this I is like there? I, I don't understand that. So you're saying within so there's these two boxes. One's putting out a field, uh, a frequency. One's putting out a wave, right? Wave. Okay. When it hits the other the other case, it's sending a return wave that is tuned exactly to the same wave that cancels the wave out. Cancels. So why does that cancel out all the other waves that are bombarding us? Like. It, it sounds like it's creating a, a, the large with scalar the uniqueness about spooky two scalar is is with most types of waveforms wherever the source of the energy is the farther away you get from it the weaker and weaker it gets however with scalar 
scalar technology is completely different. Like you have to understand this is exactly how Nikola Tesla was going to bring us free wireless energy to the world. You know, it was via transmitter and receiver and scalar connectivity between the two. You know, so distance is of no relative factor, meaning the farther you move those cases apart, the bigger the bubble in the field in the middle gets. Okay. Okay. So when you tune those two to each other, it blocks out the dissonance of everything else in the environment around you. So imagine your mind like a, a, a dry erase board, right? Normally it's filled with all kinds of clutter, all kinds of stuff of the hecticness of what we have going on in our day. But when you sit down in that, Normally, within a couple of minutes, it's like the equivalency of dry erasing everything out of the way. It just clears all the clutter out. It opens up things. It helps, again, uh, from my perspective, my personal stories, like I'm a big fan of the scalar. Um, I have had some pretty incredible stories with it. But one of the things that I, like when I used to live in Indianapolis, I used to keep the scalar in my entryway. Because um, as you come into the house, it was really nice to kind of walk into it and, uh, it was awful because if any, God forbid, if you were a sales rep and you were selling something and you knocked on my door, I was going to invite you into my entryway and have you sit down and tell me all about your product. But about halfway through whatever you're selling, you're going to go, oh, man, I feel great. What's going on here? And we're going to have a little bit different conversation before you leave, you know. So uh, Scalar is a pretty incredible technology. And as I mentioned, there's not a whole lot of devices out there on the market that will combine both Nikola Tesla and Rifing technology into one. But this is one of them. Okay. Okay. So I haven't even, used the specific frequency stuff yet. I've only been using the basic scalar function where you just yep. flip on, you turn the, the tuning dial for a second or two, and then you, you just get in it. It's very, I like that it's quick to use. I've been basically using it for like uh, little midday power naps. Yep. Yep. Well, and no difference. <clears throat> like that is just the, the first modality approach. The scalar has four. So pure energy is just the first like primal method of being able to set it up, plug it in, link and tune it, and then you're good. You can sit in it, you can rest in it, you can recover in it. You know, like that's the most- you get on the, the other ones, I still have to understand this more. So it's not necessarily that frequency that's going out that's being matched that is acting on you it's the fact that those are blocking all everything else that's our normal interference to like homeostasis right the waveform that you turn on from the transmitter when it starts generating a sine wave that travels to the receiver via the link cable when that link cable is then generating a, a return wave back that you're tuning per the intensity of how you counter tune it so let's say you start at eight megahertz you get down to six or five and a half you're staying right there because that's where the light is the brightest. You know that that wave has been phased to whatever the same strength of the sending wave is, creating that pure scalar bubble. But it's not those waves acting on you. It's not like the right frequencies where they're directly right. acting on you. Right. They're acting indirectly by just they're creating an environment. the other chaos that's just going through the space. Correct. They create an environment, and when you put yourself in that environment, it's ideal for your body's healing abilities. You know, okay. you don't have to bring frequencies in. You can. You don't have to bring molecular drugs in. You can. But the base of how this is, is it, it's an environment that you set up. And then once you put your body in between those cases, whether you're sleeping or you're napping or you're just chilling on the couch, it will repair your body's ability to kind of, again, boost your DNA up. And you overdo it, like... I've considered giving it a try and bringing it into my bedroom and just sleeping overnight. Is there any risk with that? 
Here are the conversations of people that buy Scalar that um, set it up for in the bedroom. They're, they'll call me within two or three days and they'll be like, Brad, you are 100% right, man. I set it up in the bedroom. I had the best night's sleep of my life. It was incredible. And the second night, man, me and my wife, our heads hit the pillow. We don't even remember sleeping. We just slept through the whole night. It was perfect. But the third night, I've been sleeping in it and my I'm waking up at two in the morning. I can't go back to sleep. That's your body telling you, hey, man, you've been in this thing for two or three days. Turn it off for a day and let your body rebalance. You know, like you got to kind of listen to the feedback that you'll get from your body uh, as you're spending extended periods of time in it. Because the amount of time you spend in the scalar will impact people differently. Um, you could spend 15 or 20 minutes and it, it may impact you one way. Whereas if your wife sits in the same field for 15 or 20 minutes, she may be feel like, I don't feel anything. And then later she's like, I can't go to sleep because I feel like I'm bouncing off the walls it may catch up with her differently than you, you know? So everybody kind of responds differently from that pure energy. But that's, again, it's just an environment that when you put yourself into, you remove yourself from the hecticness of the environment that we don't even really realize we're living in. Okay. Yeah, thanks for clarifying that. So you did mention, so getting back, uh, let me circle back. So you you said there's four uh, like ways to use this. So far, I've, I've really only touched the one, the basic, pure scalar field yep. um, where were you going next the second is with rifing modalities so you can enhance that pure set scalar field that we've already set up and tuned and created by now bringing a frequency in so it still would have the scalar field there it's just adding a frequency into that into the transmitter side so it's piping in any one of those 60,000 frequencies that we have in the spooky two database like let's assume that you want to sit in the in, in between the two coils and meditate bring in a frequency program like in meditation induction you will have the best meditation ever okay so my skeptic mind has a question here so if it can put a rife frequency into this field why how is it blocking out all these other fields like why is it only letting this one in you're bringing that directly in via bnc cable from the generator and from the software we have everything hooked up you're piping that introduction of the frequency into the field that we already tuned and established and does that behave differently because it's within a scalar field it does because remember you're enhancing the effectiveness of that already tuned field so a perfect example of this is I may do 90% of my work with clients where we're doing um, massage therapy chairs in scalar or doing something along those lines where they're just relaxing. That's 90% of the people. But the other 10% are unique individuals. Like say a guy calls me today on a Monday and he's like, oh, I've had a horrible weekend. My wife left me and my dog ran away and I quit my job on Friday. Like this guy's clearly suffering from depression. When he comes over, I'm going to pipe in those frequencies for depression to enhance his scalar session. So that's interesting that you said depression. So, I mean, I could, you know, the idea of seeing, let's say, a uh, a microorganism and finding a frequency that it resonates with, and then zapping it. Um, I, you know, I've actually seen videos of that happening in real time, and I am an absolute believer. And now you reference the idea of like emotions yes. or um or feel you know feelings having their own frequency so yep. does that mean when we feel those things there's just a part of us that is kind of riding that absolutely we're electrical beings definitely so 
what are some other examples of like emotions that you can infuse into the body through okay. uh, sound? sound so it's basically a sound or it's not sound. It's nope. is it sound? sound is the fourth, fourth modulation. That's audio modulation. So we can get to that in a sec. But let's assume that you're sleeping in the bedroom, right? And you're having troubles with staying asleep or something like um, dreaming. Like, I really want to dream. There are frequency programs in the database. I'll give you two primal ones off my memory. Uh, astral travel, astral projections. These are short based programs that you can run into a, a frequency generator and then bring those into your, your environment while you're sleeping. Those are going to help drive you into deeper REM status sleep. They're going to help open up your astral pathways as you're, tra you're sleeping. And like people will report some pretty intense and crazy dreams, uh, vivid dreams, uh, when you're doing stuff like this, because you're opening up the body's ability in that deeper state that you're already in a state of rest. <clears throat> those frequencies, again, they allow all kinds of possibilities. That's interesting. So you could basically make yourself dream in a different way absolutely i mean again and that's just one perspective of dreaming let's assume that you had anxiety or you were suffering again even from depression these are things that aren't considered pathogen related so the pathway for breaking them down is healing modality the scalar is the most amplified delivery of healing that spooky two offers okay so what are some of the so what are some of the other modalities to tinker with with this device so <clears throat> the Again, you've got the the pure scalar, you've got the frequency scalar. The third is the molecular, and this is where things are crazy. <clears throat> molecular, imagine- going to get crazy? <laughs> yes. Okay. Imagine now, and again, we're not bringing in frequencies. We just have a pure energy field tuned. All of a sudden, you get a headache, and you take a Tylenol pill and place it on the receiver coil. It will draw the molecular effects of that Tylenol into your pure energy field. So if you sat into the field for 10 to 15 minutes, you will absorb the effects of that Tylenol without having to physically take the medication. That's wild. Super wild. So, so much yes, I saw the little plate where you, you put something on. So what's on that plate that it's like, a coil. how does she know to take what's on there and put it in into the field? It's a coil. And the two types of coils work in, in a manner where the receiver coil will draw effects in. The transmitter coil will push effects out. So like if you wanted to imprint water or something like that, you would just put that on the transmitter side and anything in your scalar field will imprint into that water. But if let's say I had something like um, uh, an, an essential oil like lavender or frankincense and I wanna bring that into the field, I simply place that on the receiver. It will draw the effects of that into the field. Now I know this works. Uh, I've- effects. It's like the energetic imprint of that material. It only brings in the molecular effects of it. So you don't actually run the risk of overdose or side effect when you draw in this way because you're not physically bringing this into the body. All it does is trick the brain into having the same endorphin release as if you physically had. That's crazy. And you could do that with any material? Uh, anything with a crystalline structure, you know, so uh, crystals, essential oils, um, any, any pharmaceutical medication, absolutely. Oils as a crystalline structure? Yes, it does. Yeah, a lavender, lime, rose, frankincense, all these different. What about uh, a physical plant? Like, could you put oh, some yeah. weed on the thing? Uh, yes, you can, but it uh, it's not going to draw the hallucinogenic effects of it, but it will pull the healing effects of THCA, THCB, all that stuff into the a field. Absolutely, people do this with gummies all the time. Really? 
Yeah, helps them sleep. Interesting. Yep. Uh, again, when you, when you say coil, I know I know I'm asking a lot of questions here, Brad. But okay. uh, when you say coil, are is that a Tesla coil? No, uh, it is just a frequent coil that's underneath this plate here. Like I said, this is an actual coil. It's got circles and coils on the inside of it, right? And it's linked to this, which is used as a directional antenna on the top. You know, so you use this to guide this towards the other one. And anything you're adding, you know, normally goes in the coil itself. Does it matter which way that's facing? It does, because you want these to be, the two lids to be facing each other. So, like, if you have this set up like this and you're here this way, you want to be in between them, you know, like this. You don't want this to be facing off in another direction and you're trying to be sitting in between. Okay. The other question I have, um, you said a moment ago about infusing water. So if you have something you want to infuse into it, you put it on the side where it's emitting. And then if you have water that you want to capture, you put it on the other one. If, if you have water that you want to bring into the field, like uh, something that's, let's assume that you have like a a Powerade or something like that, you know, like or, or an energy drink, a five-hour energy drink, and you set that on the receiver side, that's going to draw the effects of that in. But on the transmitter side, you're you're putting a big a bottle of water for the day that you're imprinting everything, including your DNA, into. And just to clarify, uh, what's the side that plugs into the wall? Is that the receiver? What's that? Transmitter side. That's the transmitter side. That's where you would bring frequencies in from. That's where you connect with power. That's where the link and everything happens from. It all comes from the base of the transmitter. But once you have that link, if everything originates from the transmitter side and sends over to the receiver side and then back to create this bubble, if you will, then everything that comes back comes out this coil. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to the next model. So basically you could put all kinds of things, medications, Perfect example of this. Uh, in 2021, I worked with a client who moved from another state to come help because uh, she was struggling with a, a severe morphine addiction. When I met her, she was taking five uh, extended release morphine tablets a day that were 15 milligrams each. So she had less than a two hour withdrawal window a day where she couldn't be medicated. We use frequency resonance to work those uh, medications down from five to four to three to two to one pill a day. And at one pill, I used the scaler to break her completely free. So when she would come over in the morning, we would take her morphine sulfate and place it into the receiver. Uh, she would sit in between the two cases. I would pipe in frequencies for endorphin release and morphine sulfate. And on the transmitter side, I would set six or seven of these little distilled water solutions, just 30, 30 milliliters, something tiny, just with distilled water in it. So she would sit in between the two cases and after 20 or 30 minutes, then she would shoot right up because it had triggered the endorphin release, just like she had taken the morphine. She'd put the pill back in her bag and take it with her and swoop up these five or six uh, distilled water solutions. And then as a withdrawal symptom would appear throughout the day, she'd just take this off and drink it. That's crazy. And does it now, if it's acting on the same pathway, it's the same molecular imprint right it carry the same no. side effects wrong no side effects no risk yeah. like I if it's working then why isn't it bringing the negative side of working with uh, the fact in which it works and that's what's so difficult for people to understand like the emulation capabilities are like uh taking something of an equivalency on a milligram dosage of like one milligram 
where if over your whole life you've been taking something that's 25 or 50 or 200, 300 milligrams, you have to build that, to break that tolerance down. And this is what allows you to do that by saying, okay, here's a little, it's tricking your brain into thinking that you're still taking it while you're physically reducing the intake that you're, you're bringing into the body. That's really cool. It was, can you share maybe another example or two that like stand out to you and your experience of, of using that type of stuff? Uh, again, scalar is miraculous, you know, like, um, the ability for not only sleep, but, uh, restorative level, you know, I, I use the scalar for both. Um, I'm a big component of using plasma as preventative maintenance. So my wife and I will sleep in the room where we'll run like an eight hour plasma sweep. Right. And anything that it hits between me and my wife and the four dogs, is going to kill overnight while we sleep. And when we get up the next day, we hydrate. And the next two nights, we're sleeping in scalar to help our body repair and recover and just kind of rebalance. That's the mix of targeting the things that you don't want in your body to get them broken down and removed while not doing it at such a rate that you, you know, incapacitate yourself. Brad, what do you mean when you say plasma? What are you referring to? Plasma is the other side of the ultimate. Like when you're talking about modalities, you talk healing modalities. Is the, the top of the chain is with Spooky 2 scalar. With killing modalities, the top of the chain is spooky two plasma in the central. Okay. So like the plasma is used for uh, severe things. Like, so for example, you, again, you're suffering from Lyme, Lyme and Morgellons, cancer, um, anything severity, like when you're, you're looking to remove it and break it down from the system, the central is the amplified delivery of that. Similar to what Rife was using, he was using plasma when he ran those people through the, in the 30s. This is the plasma machine. You can kind of see it over my shoulder back there. Okay. Yeah, but what is exactly? <laughs> like, when you what say, when I think of plasma, I think of, like, a gel-like material. No. no, this is a, uh, this is a high-frequency output. And when you produce a high-frequency output using an amplifier, using those frequencies that you're bringing, you create a gas-like effect inside of here. That gas effect that happens inside of here is then directionally controlled with the coil that you see in here and shoots an outward array in the form of a plasma light. So when you turn this on, this thing's going to glow purple. Oh, no. Yes. And this is going, again, something like this, this is called the Phanatron. This thing can cover a 20 by 20 foot room. It's ideal though for local close treatments. So if you're dealing with breast cancer, you put it on the side of you. You're dealing with um, prostate cancer, you put it lower, you know, like, it, it is going to bring amplified delivery of any one of those frequencies that you're using to break down the more severe stuff in the body. So this is like an accessory that could be added to the Spooky 2 um, equipment. It, it is one of the accessories, yes. This is the, remember, you're talking, everything works from like the remotes and goes all the way up to these different modality approaches. You have scalar as the ultimate healing, plasma as the ultimate killing, and everything else kind of conforms down into one. Spooky too. So you're a gold certified trainer for Spooky Two. You're not the creator. So, uh, but I assume maybe you have some insight to the question. Um, wh where does that name come from? Spooky. Spooky yeah. So in the early 1800s, you ultimately had Nikola Tesla and uh, Albert Einstein competing back and forth for smartest man of the world. <laughs> and Nikola Tesla, when you asked him who's the smartest person, he would tell you, oh, that's Einstein. And when you asked Einstein, he would tell you, oh, that's Tesla. But at the time, you already had uh, Einstein's theory of relativity was well known and published at this time. 
The reason why Scalar made such a ripple is because Scalar technology and the use of quantum entanglement introduced the disprovement of the theory of relativity. So when Einstein was sat down and physically shown this on a scientific level, how they disproved his theory that had been well-published and documented and known, the only way he could describe what he was witnessing is spooky action at a distance. So that's where it comes from. Okay. Um, you just referenced the term that I've heard many times. I'm always fascinated in physics, but I feel like I'm so ignorant on it. Um, it's like the one class I wish I took more of in school um, just because of my like curiosity around it. Sure. Quantum entanglement. Yes. Can you touch on that for a moment? Absolutely. Quantum entanglement is absolutely and crazy. Quantum entanglement allows you to take part of your DNA, put it into one of their remotes, run frequencies on this, where then you can feel these frequencies anywhere in the world. You don't have to be physically connected. You don't have to be hooked up. When you put your fingernail into this, it is linked to you. So how this works is through something like you just described is called quantum entanglement. What this means is, is the particles inside our body are entangled with each other. So when you're using, if you separate a piece of yourself and put it in the remote and run frequency programs on that piece of you, they impact your body faster than the speed of light and sound. So how quantum works is you have to imagine particles in your blood. The way I like to describe this are uh, use dice, you know, dice you can roll and they'll come up with any number. But, you know, the highest and most mathematical possibility when you roll dice is seven. However, if you take a pair of dice and you load those dice, like the particles in your blood, when you're talking about entanglement, and you know that every time these guys are guaranteed to roll seven, no matter what you do, they're destined to roll seven, no matter how many times you roll it, it's always going to come up seven. It doesn't matter because these are quantumly entangled to always roll seven. So the, the process of quantum entanglement doesn't change if you have one dice in Las Vegas and another one in New York. When you roll this one and know that it's a two, this one is going to be a five because they're connected. So quantum entanglement is basically that once two particles are in some sort of relationship, they remain in relationship regardless of like space or distance. Correct. You remember those old school walkie talkies when you were a kid and it had a big metal stick that you pulled up to try to talk to your buddies? Yeah. That's no different than your body. Like you are the, the walkie talkie. When you pull that antenna out, that's a piece of you. It's still connected to you though. And that's why the communications between it and you happen. But you're saying across space where there's no physical, well, I say no physical connection. There's just really no physical connection through the visible light spectrum that we could see like in arm touching you're saying that there's still a connection it's just i have a client i have a client in italy who sends me his fingernails and i brought his circulation back so crazy. Yes. <laughs> sends you his fingernails you put it in a machine in your room and he is affected by them correct he and i have talked for multiple weeks about the issues and problems he's a ski instructor um, in Italy. And so you can't get up in super high amplitude and, and, uh, and height and stuff like that and have circulation issues when you're trying to be an instructor. So, but he and I worked weekly uh, to try to work the issues out of his, his hands and get his circulation back. And uh, we've done that successfully. Um, and like it, 
there are tons and tons of tons of cases. Like even as a practitioner, uh, since I've opened in March of 2021, I've successfully worked with over 450 different individuals, all with different varying issues. Oh, wow. There's no limit. That is so fascinating. Like if that's, what? Why isn't that more common knowledge? Do you think it's just because of the deep embedded like corporate structure around, you know, the medical industrial complex? You may not like the way I'm going to phrase this, but there's no money in healing. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think we've still left one modality out. I think we touched on three. The fourth and final is called uh, the Harmony. It's actually an accessory. It's a, just a device that you place on the receiver coil. And now this allows you to connect your phone or your audio device and bring in audio modulations. So if you wanted to listen to 528 hertz or you want to listen to 417 or you, know, you wanted to just relax and calm yourself with some healing frequencies, this would be a way that you could pipe those in. Okay. And... If you just like were to play music or, um, or maybe, not you know, my wife's guided meditations, is the energy of that voice going into that field and then yes. affecting the body? Yes, but you're, it's not like a speaker. So don't misconceive it as like a boom box. You know, like that's what a lot of people do because it's like this big thing. People think like, oh, it's a giant speaker where you can rock out and it's not. All it's doing is bringing in and converting in that audio source into an audible tone that you can then pipe into the into the uh, pure scalar energy field. So, but it is incredibly useful. And it has like a felt experience of the music as opposed to just the, that, the audio sound in the ear. You just put the best words to it. It's it's feeling the music. Yes. Interesting stuff. So let me ask. So you've been doing this for a while. Um, how do you personally, if you're comfortable sharing, put this stuff to use for your own? I mean, you mentioned you and your wife have like a, a sleep routine that you use. Yep, yep. How else do you incorporate this stuff into your lifestyle? So honestly, like when I first started this in 2018, I made a list and I prioritized all my health issues, medications I was on, everything. And at that point, I was trying to use Spooky 2 kind of as proof of concept. How can I make myself understand that this is what I'm feeling or resulting as a use of only this? And I put myself through the ringer, uh, working different issues and ailments out of my body. But when, as I did that with myself first and then with my wife and my family and my friends and all everybody else, I realized that when you start breaking down that those lower vibrational threats, that your vibrational frequency as a whole comes up. And as you do that and you pull those cells that are resonating at a higher level up, you stop being so vulnerable and so susceptible to the diseases and issues that are of a low vibration that are around you. So a perfect example of this is my wife, she used to get sick twice a year, every year, no matter what. Like you couldn't stop it no matter what you wanted to do. It was like almost seasonal. Like as the weather would change, we knew that no matter what, my wife, her name is Dream. Dream would go down for 10 days. <clears throat> In 2018, when I started running frequency programs on myself and on her, on our way to our physical that end of that year, uh, she says, oh, baby, do you realize I haven't been sick at all? <clears throat> she hadn't been sick in five years. How often do you, do you run frequencies on yourselves or your wife? 
Well, once we got ourselves up in more optimal conditions, now all we use them for are preventative maintenance. So similar things like running the plasma at night or sleeping in scalar or uh, normally we have a very high vibrational frequency. So if and when something happens to come along, like, for example, if she gets a migraine headache, I can knock that out in less than an hour. What What would you run to do that? I would run migraine, you know, targeted related programs where I'm just targeting that migraine or migraine due to unknown circumstances or headache related causes, putting them into a custom program with her fingernail in it. And I'm going to run that on remote. And normally within about an hour, hour, hour and a half, I've had all these people tell me that their migraines are gone. Now, I had one client tell me that her pains were gone. She was still seeing flashes, but, you know, no different. This is the ability to get your whole day back in an hour's time versus being down all day with a, a migraine. So you're using a frequency that you're basically just taking something that's labeled based on what Rife already did. And he already labeled this is for headaches. Not just Rife. Like the Spooky2 database has thousands of different databases. You know, like you've got uh, uh, 10 or 15 different main categories of those databases. So like your DNA, your these types of frequencies are in from this and this and this, but the combination of all of them give you 60,000 options or pathways as to how you run programs. Interesting. You said DNA. Yeah, I wonder, I know um, I've done some digging on like my own DNA and how it relates to health and metabolism. And through that process, I've learned that there's a lot of common and, and not so common um like inborn errors with metabolism that really affect not just people's health, but like their nutritional requirements. I wonder if there, this is a tool that you could use to kind of support certain Absolutely. pathways that somebody has like an inefficiency. Honestly, what, what normally happens is when you start running resonant frequencies in the body and you start breaking down the stuff that shouldn't be there, Something almost psychologically changes with that process and your what you want to put in starts wanting to become more healthy, be more nutritional, be more active and conscious of knowing, hey, I can stop this preventatively versus trying to treat it reactively. You know, like it changes the ballgame. Like I said, when you have that many options of frequencies, once you start notching the stuff off of you, like it's incredible. Yeah. Notching the stuff off is important. I mean, if you were to take the average person that's dealing with some things that they would consider suboptimal. Yes. In my experience, there's so much more value in removing some kind of insult that is like regular in your lifestyle, whether it's a food you're sensitive to or some kind of habit, than adding some positive one. It's like okay. if you're if your ankle sprained, but you just keep running on it every other day, it's like you're so much better off just not running on your sprained ankle and letting it heal yes. than, you know adding some healthy vitamin or you know or some other healthy habit yes uh, and i think people are affected by a lot i mean i think there's so much stuff going on especially in the gi track like in the whole gut flora world that we we still are in the infancy stage of really understanding all the dynamics around it and in general i think because of just how toxic the environments are that we live in it's really hard to keep that a robust healthy environment for us to thrive in and we're always i think we're always our overall health is always limited by kind of the, the health of our 
our GI tract and what our our floor, you know, the the milieu of our floor of the terrain and you know, taking something out that is a constant insult is can be so powerful in a healing process. And um, and this is like another tool where, you know, you can kind of let the inner wisdom of your, you can support the inner wisdom of your body to, to, to work on what it knows it needs to work on. Um, when those could be really tricky equations to try to figure out because we just don't understand it so clear on, you know, on paper, right. but there's a wisdom inside that, you know, is always trying to heal. There's always a force moving towards homeostasis to some degree. I believe that 100%. Like, I think that when we were born, like we were given DNA to live long and fruitful lives, regardless of what we may have done to get us to where we currently are. That's the goal is when you use systems like this, you're just working back the irregularities and the wrongs to get that DNA back to that original integrity. Um, so just to, you, you mentioned something earlier, and if you don't feel comfortable um, touching on this, then, you know, please say so. But you said you assessed like your medications and all, and you prioritized your health problems. Were you able to get off any medications? Yeah, so I'll give you, I got off all my medications. The only thing medication-wise that I still have left on my plate is insulin. And even that, I've worked off one of the two types of insulin that I was on. But <clears throat> when I first started with this, as I mentioned, I did a priority list. And at the bottom of my priority list was depression number nine. And number eight was Zoloft, the medication that I was taking for the depression. And the reason why I had prioritized them down there at the bottom is because I had such difficulty time coming off of Zoloft and the interactions that it made with all the other medications that I was taking that it needed to go first. So I put myself on depression-related programs and I ran them for five and a half weeks, uh, documenting every day how I felt. And at the five and a half week mark on uh, Wednesday, middle of the week, when I woke up, I felt different that day. Like I felt like I just don't feel like I need to take this, five, uh, this uh, Zoloft today. And I put, I put this all off down. I documented 24 hours off pill and I transitioned all five of my generators from depression related programs to emulation capabilities of emulating Zoloft in my body. Over the next two and a half weeks, I worked that, that my body's need and the addiction out and the tolerances that I had built up over the years completely free. And like I said, five and a half weeks and then three weeks later, I was completely drug free of Zoloft and no longer depression free. So I was crossing both of them off and moving up to ADHD and Vyvanse and all the other medications that I was on. But one by one, I used this exact same process of going in, isolating each one, putting them all the task on the generators and running them until I felt the difference. And that's that variable that's going to change with each person. Certain people that have been dealing with depressions for 20 and 30 years, you're not going to knock this out overnight, but you have the tools to start running things to get your quality of life better. How many medications were you able to come off? Of? Uh, well, I was been able to come off of four so far, like uh, including, and again, I used to be on two different types of insulins, a fast acting and a long acting insulin at night. I've been using scalar and putting insulin inside the uh, receiver coil with fast acting insulin. And that is allowing me to remove the nighttime long lasting insulin so that I'm only on fast acting insulin now. Interesting. That's, that's wild. Um, 
I love hearing stories like that. My goal is eventually I want to be one of the first people to successfully use frequency resonance to cure their type 1 diabetes. It's the only thing left on my plate, and I have full intentions of removing it. Oh, that's great, man. Um, I have faith that you'll be able to do that. I do, too. So you are a, a certified trainer for Spooky 2. So they Spooky 2 is the name of the company that makes these products that you recommend. Correct. And um, was nice enough to not just sponsor one of our videos, but I think they're offering something to our audience. So that will um, we'll have that in the show notes. If somebody acquires some of this equipment, you're a resource where people could kind of be have their hand held essentially to learn like how to make yes. best use of it. Yeah, the, that's the whole point of why I got into this is that I wanted to help others understand what I know and how I've been successful with using these same products. So I offer one-on-one -on -one Zoom training sessions. Um, I will, again, I can kind of cater to anybody's learning curve, regardless of how new or how experienced you are. If you're struggling with this or you need help with that, reach out. Let's host a Zoom session. I want you to be able to use and have, uh, you know, make benefit of the these same, same things that I'm making use of. That's great. Well, Brad, I want to thank you for taking the time. A lot of this episode was really for selfish purposes. I am very curious about how this stuff works uh, underneath the the boxes. And um, like I said, I've been using several energy-based machines for years, and I like them all. And I'm just, you know, there's always this like question mark in my mind, like, I know this stuff works, but I I would love to be able to understand more clearly how it works so I could communicate these things. And that's kind of where I, I come in. I have people come to my house and use them. Some of my clients, I, I work in a gym environment one-on-one -on -one with people. And sometimes they come to my house and I'll have them tinker with stuff. And the feedback's always, you know, tremendous, but I feel kind of handcuffed when it's like, what is going on here? And I'm like, ah, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm just not... Uh, well, no first, schedule a session, man. I'll get you up to speed so that you feel confident talking about it. But really, the more that you kind of dabble in this and you work with it, the more under comfort, comfortable and understanding you become of how the technology works. And, you know, like I said, it, this type of technology will not resonate with everybody, but those that it does it will be drawn to it. You know, so talking through and learning and understanding how it works and how people can benefit from it. Like I said that's that's the whole purpose for why I do this. Yeah, in my experience, I think the the folks that it really resonates with are people that they know they could feel better than they do, and they feel somewhat failed by the current kind of medical system, where that system can work miracles in certain acute situations, but chronic illness, there it's just um, the structure is not there for people to thrive in. It's like not set up right. And hopefully that changes in the future. And hopefully technologies like this are more commonly integrated into helping people pull themselves out of chronic situations. But, um, you know, I won't hold my breath on that. You know, like you said, there's not a lot of money in healing. But, but again, I want to thank you for taking the time. And if people want to learn more, connect with you directly, what's the best way to do that? Um, I have a Telegram channel uh, that I am I run and support that is designed for exclusively people that have function generators or frequency questions. Like uh, you can find me at frequency underscore healing 101. 
And my email address is very simple. It's bradjohnson319 at gmail. Uh, any email requests or uh, training requests or anything like that. I'm normally very responsive. I kick in 72 hour work weeks. So I love what I do and I'm passionate about helping others, but I do get a lot of requests to come in. So normally give me a day or so and I'll cycle back to you. Okay, thanks. Well, again, I appreciate you taking the time and educating us and for the listeners, always grateful listening uh, for your listening. I hope you got some value out of this conversation. I know I did. And I hope that uh, if this sounds interesting to you, then I encourage you to check out more, follow the links in the show notes and see if the Spooky 2 equipment is a good fit for you. Have a great day, everybody.